Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Facebook Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Woo! That's a well-deserved win right there. They fought the whole way. They pretty much controlled most of this game. I know uh, it goes to overtime. There's a couple shaky moments in there, but I mean, they they dominated this game um, for the most part. They deserved those two points. They got them. Took a little longer than it needed to, but hey, two points are two points. Uh, they have their they have eight wins in the first 15 games for the first time since like. 2010-11, I think. So that's uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, I'd say. Uh, so, man, I, really, really impressed with this team. I thought um, the forward combination starting to come along. Uh, after the first five minutes, they were just all over the Canadians. They really got that four check going. It started out right away. It looked like um, it was going to follow the same script as the um, as the Hurricanes game on Tuesday. Uh, Montreal came out with a lot of speed. The Flyers were having a little trouble counteracting. Uh, thought they were going to have to lean on Carter Hart and maybe get on the counterattack a little bit. But after those first five minutes, the Flyers forecheck, man. Their forecheck right now, it looks like – I know I make a lot of cross-sport references, but I, I always think putting – I don't know, cross-sport analogies work for me. I don't know if they work for everybody. But the Flyers forecheck is a lot like a good running game. Um the first drive, second drive, maybe it doesn't – oh, man, they just can't get anything going. Three and out, three and out. Why are they trying to pound the ball? But all of a sudden, the O-line takes over, and that's what this uh, – that's what that forecheck looked like, especially for the first, I would say, 25 – I'd say the Flyers in the first 25 of the first 30 minutes of this game um, just forechecked like crazy. We're cre creating all sorts of chances. Um it didn't need to go to overtime, and that's even if they had lost. And there's a comment. Um, there was a comment early in the uh, early in the show um, that had all the makings of a heartbreaking loss, and it really did because, man, when you get over 40 shots and hold the other team under 30, and your power play goes over six again, I'm gonna make. Uh, you know, I, I always equate power plays to power hitters. Um, when they're going, man, they can carry your offense, and when they're cold, they're cold. Uh, the Flyers basically got Ryan Howard up to the plate with runners on six times tonight and just couldn't freaking cash in. And you know that's going to come back to bite you. Montreal gets a point out of it. Uh, why is my hat, like, so screwed up? Huh? Uh, Montreal gets a point out of it because the Flyers aren't able to cash in. But right now I'm only worried about the Flyers' points total, and it goes up by two uh, because they stuck with it, man. Uh, this team, you know – they blow a 2-0 lead. We all know how that goes with this team in the past. They let uh, they let things snowball. They let things get out of control. They let things go badly, and suddenly a game they dominate, they end up losing. That's not what happened tonight. They came out in the overtime, controlled it, second shift. Uh, they finally got one. They finally, uh, you know, Carey Price was eventually going to let one slip through, and Couturier gets, the, uh, gets that winner. So that was freaking huge, just a – a great two points. I was impressed with everybody. Phil Myers continues to look awesome. Um, I thought this was Farabee's worst. I'm not saying Farabee played poorly. I thought this was his worst game, though, in terms of just looking um, looking like a guy who affects play. Like on every shift we talk about on BSH Radio last night, it seems like every time he's out there, something's going to happen. Didn't get that feeling tonight, but I'm liking that line, even with G at center. Uh, I'm, I'm liking that line. I think there's uh, everyone's starting to build, uh, especially in the top nine, starting to build some chemistry. Um, that's all I have. Let's go to you now. Me at work tomorrow. Have I told you in the last few seconds how great Phil Myers is? Uh, they made a point to point uh, to point it out on the broadcast a couple times tonight. His ability to close and get the angle and cover a lot of ground in few strides, man. I love his aggressiveness. Uh, I, the sky's the limit for that kid. Really looking forward to watching. Phil Myers progressed this season. Uh, Johnny Holmstrom, greetings from Sweden. <clears throat> greetings from Sweden. What a game. Complete domination, but so bad at taking care of chances and inviting Habs back in the game. But thank God for Coots. Uh, let's go Flyers. It was a good game, though, but a real thriller. Yeah, it was uh, – listen, did it need to go to overtime tonight? No. Was it more interesting than it should have been? No. And you gotta you got to take care of those things. you got to cash in on six power play opportunities to zero, all those chances. Um, but even if they didn't get the two points tonight, and thank God they did because we'd be complaining if they did, 
if they play that way, they will win a lot more than they lose, right? Like, we can process over results as much as the results matter. This early in the season, you like to see that kind of process. I'm very happy this game didn't follow the script of that Hurricanes game. As much as I liked how they battled in the Hurricanes game, kept their compete level high, um, if they play like this, they're going to win a lot more than they lose. Did the Flyers' legs get tired running circles around the Habs for the first two periods? They didn't look like they had jump in the third. And they had plenty of jump in overtime. Um... I just think the Habs built momentum off killing the penalties and the fact that they were still in the game. We saw it with the Flyers just the other night, again, to reference the Carolina game. When your goaltender gives you that kind of performance, you can't help but build momentum off that. And when he's keeping you in the game the way Price did, um, shit, man, what can you do? Uh, Flyers kept with it and eventually beat him for the winner. Keep the cross sports referencing up. I, I uh, Steph hates it, so I do it on the show a lot uh, just because, you know, got to keep Steph on it. My God, that looks terrible. Looks like a muck. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, uh, Jake's best game of the season. He was shooting tonight. Uh, he was very aggressive. I, I wanted to I wanted to make a note of that as well. I liked what I saw out of Jake tonight. Uh, turned on the Jets a couple times. Haven't really seen him use that superior skating ability. Um, that hasn't been on display as much lately as it was in years past, um, was happy with Jake's game a lot tonight. Hey, Bill, hell of a win. I agree, Nikki. I agree. Jake had the juice in the first two. Yeah, I'm really, really, really pleased with what I saw out of Jake and him and Hayes seem to be building some, um, seem to be building some, uh, chemistry there. Like I said, looks like the top nine really starting to come together. I don't love G at center. We've been over this a trillion times, but, uh, can't really complain about a game that the Flyers dominate that much um, in terms of just overall possession and how their forwards looked. I thought the defense played well tonight. Um, trying to think that we talked a lot about Provorov and turnovers and stuff on the show last night on BSH Radio. That wasn't a great play by Provorov, but I think he just kind of him and um, him and Hart kind of got stuck in the middle, miscommunication. Uh, Provorov maybe just needs to kick that into the boards and eat it, but. Uh, he was in a tough spot there with the way Hart played him the puck. So I kind of blame Hart a little more on that one than Provorov on the game tying goal. But overall, Hart played well. Beats Carey Price, who they mentioned a couple times as his childhood hero. Gotta love hockey that a 32-year-old playing pretty well still is uh, is the opponent's uh, childhood hero. That's cool. Um, tough back-to-backs coming up. I'd be happy with two points coming out of the weekend. Hard to look ahead. I mean, you know, Toronto and Boston and then uh, Washington after that. That's three tough games right there. But I I think this is a different Flyers team. I'm not putting a number on it. I got to see how they play, you know, Uh, just how how they stack up with these teams, how they play. We'll see, um, you know, what they come out of with. But I'm pleased with what I've seen through 15 games. I would love to see them keep up uh, this style of play. I was just waiting for the Habs to score and steal this. And, man, that uh, that mentality of just thinking it's going the other way and it doesn't fight, make, keeping yourselves in it, not letting yourself, um, you know, after you blow a two-goal lead, not letting yourself fall out of it as much as, hey, man, you're professionals. You're not supposed to let that stuff get to you. We've seen this team fold up in the past, and they haven't. And I believe tonight was the ninth time in 15 games the Flyers scored the opening goal. Um if you're looking for just a difference, just a difference in this year versus years past, I think you don't have to look much further than that. How many times has this team been down one or two after the first period? They get the first goal again tonight, get the first two. So I think that's that's huge, just coming out and uh, not trailing, letting Carter Hart play with a lead. Let him not press so much. Let him just have the ability to – um, and every save isn't the most important save of the game when you have that lead. Sure, they give it up, but you have that wiggle room that he doesn't have to be perfect and you can still win it, and it's looking good so far. Power play flamed out tonight. It's going to happen. Um, it, it can't. Like, you can't go 0 for 6, and you, the other team doesn't get a power play. You get six chances. Power play is supposed to be one of the strengths of this team, especially now that it looks like they have two effective units. You can't go 0 for 6, but it's just going to happen sometimes. I don't think this is um, like the beginning of a bigger problem. I don't expect them to have many 0 for 6s this year, you know. 
Myers is here to stay. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't even really questioning whether he was here to stay or not. Um, I think he kind of, I think he kind of started the season in the AHL simply because he did not outright win the job in the preseason. But when he came up, it was going to be obvious pretty quickly that he's one of the six best defensemen, and that is a low end estimate. You know, I'm pretty sure the Habs know something about Tarion's power play. That probably comes into it a little, but. They just, sometimes you don't score in the power play. The JVR goal is right after a power play, so it's not like they didn't create some chances. This was by no by no means a good game on the power play. Not saying that, just like, sometimes you strike out with the bases loaded. That's Has the Philly Fire Department sent out the rescue yet for Jake and Kevin Hayes? I like, I like Hayes, but he needs to kick it up another level. Yeah, um, Hayes definitely doesn't look as good as he has. Um, as he did for the first 10 games of the season, but I will, uh, he's out there with Taransky. I loved, like I said, I loved Jake's game tonight. I think he needs to play aggressive like that, take more shots. Um, but I, I do think, um, I, I don't know. Hayes made some plays tonight. He, he held that puck and got around, uh, Shea Weber a time to set up a scoring chance. I, he's going to get into a rhythm. I think everyone's kind of coming together. They finally have some set lines. Uh, well, they have their top six set, and now Hayes uh, is that 3C right now. I expect him to get it going. I'm not – he hasn't been as noticeable as he was for, say, the first 10 games of the season, but uh, I don't think he's playing poorly by any means. He did need to clear that rebound on the first goal the Habs scored. Uh, I would love if Hart controls that rebound that they put home, but Hayes was in position to clear it and didn't. Um, you know, I think it was a bouncing puck and he just kind of, uh, just kind of cruised by it. Shit happens sometimes, but he needs to, he needs to get that out of there. Flyers getting all their power play regression out in one game. That's going to, you know, I'm glad they got the win because we'd just be sitting here talking about how they blew it with their power play opportunities tonight. How come they still uh, have slow starts? The first five to 10 minutes of games seems to have been a problem for years. It does, but I will say I don't think it's a lack of energy. And like I said, they've got the first goal in 9 out of 15 games so far. There's a couple of games where they were thoroughly getting outplayed and get a bouncer, but, man, you need those too. Uh, and they kick it up tonight. Uh, I don't think tonight's slow start was a lack of energy. I just think the Habs were, you know, they had a couple of good shifts to start the game. Uh, like I said, the Flyers got that um, – they got that forecheck going – after the first five minutes or so, and then, I mean, dominated the next 25 minutes of game time. So I wouldn't even necessarily call this one a slow start, even though it did look like uh, Montreal had control early. Moran torn ACL in Phantoms game. Wow, that's a – man, that's a bummer. I want to see this kid, like, make some – I'm not – it's not like I'm, you know, I want Myers here to stay. I think he's better than Moran and Hague, but that's a bummer. I don't want to – that sucks. Flyers don't need Jake Voracek. I repeat, the Flyers do not need Jake Voracek. But why wouldn't you want Jake on your – like, all right, maybe they don't need him, but he's a good player. Like, who are you replacing him with? You want – like, Terensky's already on your third line. You want another guy who's not a third – like, who's a fourth liner playing up in the lineup? Uh, maybe once if, you know, Patrick comes up and he's something and Frost comes up and he's something and – but – I who cares? He's a good player who helps them win games. They're winning right now. Like this is the best the team has looked in a long time in its first 15 games. Let's not start. Oh, well, get rid of this guy. Like why? Why? Terensky looked good on that first goal. Um, I like Terensky's game tonight. I think ultimately he's a fourth liner, but I think he's uh, filling filling the role nicely right now. I want to see him. Hayes and Voracek build a little bit more chemistry. I think it's starting to build between um, Hayes and Voracek, but Terensky's got to get to the net to play with those. It's it's a lot like um, Terensky is a lot like Raffle when Raffle was playing with Voracek and Giroux. He needs to maximize what he is and get to the net for two guys who are looking to set him up uh, and create scoring chances. I would like to see uh, that continue out of Terensky. He looked good though. I, 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 this was. The most noticeable, I thought, Terensky was um, in his stints. Unrelenting forecheck negated Habs speed, trusting the system. That's what I want to see. 
keep coming, keep smothering. Behaviors matter, results follow. Joel, uh, I couldn't agree more. That's If you just continue playing with this type of energy and pace, even if you don't have as much speed uh, as has been the case the last two nights as your opponent, you will be able to... Um, that, what I liked seeing tonight was uh, they played defense on the offensive side of the red line, and that's how this team has to play defense. If you're in the zone, if you're in your defensive zone, you've already lost. It's only a matter of time before the other team scores. Playing the majority of the game on the offensive side of the red line, uh, getting in on the forecheck and then denying zone exits, having that extra pinch, that extra guy, uh, that's, that's how you play defense, and that's how you keep pressure on in this league. Want to see them continue that. Myers was absolutely incredible. So much confidence in his game. Best wishes to Sam Moran. Fly, yeah, that's, that's you know. Why is Drew at center such a bad thing? It makes us unpredictable against other teams because you have a playmaker at number 2C and a two-way defender as the first C. Hayes and Drew can keep sliding in and out uh, on the wing and give this team different looks. It, I want Hayes and Drew together. I just I don't love Drew. There's only so many combinations that work with Giroux at center. Uh, I think with Faraby, instead of Voracek, you have a guy who can help out a little bit more on defense, help out a little bit more with the breakout. Uh, Voracek has been working on his defensive game, and I think he's focused on it more this year. But I, I just I think once they've in, once they uh, put Faraby on Giroux and JVR's line, I think they started playing better. I don't think it's necessarily bad, especially when you have Couturier and Hayes also at center. But I think ultimately this team will be best um, when Giroux is on the wing because I think Giroux is a first line level winger and a you know, middle six level center, and that's not bad. But he, you know, I just think you'd get more out of him playing with other guys, you'd get more overall production. Bill, would you say this Flyers team is great at skating? Uh, the like great at sk the best skating team in a while, I think is what you're trying to ask Tar uh, Trevor. And, yeah, um, they keep their legs moving. There's not They, they don't get caught nearly as flat-footed. Um, and they keep coming at you in waves. I love this four-check. I wish they didn't dump the puck as much. Um, not nearly as many icings tonight as we've seen. Uh, they seem to be working that out. And as chemistry builds, I think that'll get even better. Um, but, yeah, uh, just overall skating ability, even though they're not the fastest team, they play faster and they're able to control the puck and control the pace more, and that's really all you're looking for. I had to listen instead instead of watch tonight due to stupid network blackouts. I heard Torensky's name a lot at the end of the third. How'd he look tonight, would you say, Bill? Uh, as someone who was skeptical of playing him on the third line with Hayes and Voracek, I thought he definitely played his best game, draws the, uh, draws the penalty shot. Really was hoping to see he'd put one home there, but it was, uh, it's, he's definitely not um, overmatched, I would say. Ultimately, I want him on the third line, or I want him on the fourth line. I'd like a little bit more skill on that third line. But with Hayes and Voracek, they should be able to um, carry play carry play enough that they can use, like I referenced before, Terensky as like the Raffle when Raffle was with Voracek and G for that year. You know, um, probably won't score twenty one goals. I'd be very shocked by that. But I uh, yeah. Um, I think that little demotion and then bringing him back up uh, kind of inspired Torensky a little, I'd say. I think this team is actually good. Brian, all signs point that way. I mean, yes, they shit the bed against Pittsburgh, but take that one out, and they've been in they've been in games, man. They, they're dictating pace a lot more than they're not. Uh, I think this team's still a work in progress. I won't say they're cup contenders or anything, but in terms of just – being good, yeah, I think they're a good team, you know? Elaine Vigneault is an awesome coach for this team. Messages are getting are getting through finally. Yeah, Mike. Um and I think it was I think there was an intermission interview, or maybe it was pregame with Raffle, where they just asked him uh how they're responding, how they how they like uh Vigneault, the differences between this and years past. He gives the team more rest. But when they do practice, they practice really hard. They practice really fast. Uh, and JJ uh, said the same thing. So whatever it is, whatever Vino's doing, he's playing. To, he's putting this team in the right position, and they're responding. So so far, so good. I'm a big fan of Elaine Vino. Hey, Bill, killer shirt. Yeah, man. How you? Chat me up, Bruce. 
can't wait till we have a 3C and Hayes moves up with G and have two number one lines. Yeah, I think that's ultimately how this thing's going to stabilize. Got it. You know, we're still waiting on Nolan Patrick. If he's not around, they're going to have to pull the trigger on Morgan Frost sooner than later. Um, he didn't have a point uh, for the Phantoms last night, snapping his, I think, seven-game point streak. But, um, you know, was, uh, they don't seem to be in a rush with him. Uh, it would be great if Nolan Patrick could come back and you figure out what you're doing with your third line with him. But um, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. I don't think – like I said, this team is a work in progress. It's going to be – they're bringing guys up, sending them down, see who works, see who doesn't, trying to find chemistry. I think they've found it all. I mean, that that Couturier-Limblom-TK line, um, I don't think they were as effective in the second half of the game, but especially those first couple shifts when the Flyers were still getting their legs moving, that line was still in the offensive zone, even when the Habs kind of controlled the first five, seven minutes of the game. Uh, Kutz's line was, you know, the team bailing them out of trouble there, and then the rest of the team got going, and they were off to the races in terms of dictating the pace of the game. But uh, it's just things are starting to come together, and we know reinforcements are on the way eventually. We already got the first wave of them with Farabee and Myers, and who knows who's next, but you got to be excited. More than anything, this team, there's potential here. We're already not saying same old Flyers because they are not the same old Flyers, and that's all you can ask for after what we've been through, you know, for the last seven years. Hey, Bill, any recommendations where to watch the Toronto game on Saturday night at the Shore? Need to have good food. Well, if you're looking for a place to have a couple beers and maybe eat a delicious roast pork sandwich i got to suggest to you the Crest Tavern. That's right. Right there in the Wildwood Crest, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. My favorite bar at the entire Jersey Shore. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. They have any game you could possibly want to watch is on the TV. Great beer selection. Really good food. Uh, can't, speak enough, can't speak highly enough about Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Because what makes a great restaurant? A great staff and a great owner, and Timmy Fitzpatrick is just the man. All of his employees are just go out of the way to make sure you have a great time. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Can't recommend it enough. Yeah, Voracek did look strong tonight. I was very happy. What's the best you think the Flyers could get for Voracek? I'm, I'm not looking. Why are we looking to subtract right now? Let's see what this team can do. At some point, maybe they're going to have to move on from Jake Voracek because of that contract, and they have other guys pushing for his spot. But, like, why not see what this group can do? They finally have reinforcements. It's finally not just G and Jake. There's a bunch of good players. If Jake Voracek's on your third line, chances are you have a really good third line. Uh, it's a small sample size, but if you were the Flyers, at what point do you approach RFA's Limblom and Myers about extensions? Uh, I, you know, um, I, I don't know why Lindblom would sign one, honestly, um, and, unless they're, I'm not trying to get shortchanged if I'm Oscar. I'm going to have my 25-goal season and then freaking sign an extension. How much do you think coaching affected the outcome of this game? Uh, I, 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 I think Julian's a good coach. I, I, I wouldn't say, um... I wouldn't say that Vino like seriously outcoached him or anything, but I will say that uh, Vino is putting the Flyers in position to play to their strengths. We they are playing a style that they can execute well. Um, you know, they created a ton of scoring chances tonight, and the one thing the coach can't do for you is put the puck in the net. You know, that's something the players just have to execute. But in terms of playing stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of playing style, uh, you got to like what you're seeing out of out of this team and what Vigneault is getting out of them uh, through these first 15 games. Hart loves home cooking. Four wins with a GAA around two. He's been great on this homestand. We, we knew Carter Hart was good, man. Carter Hart's a good goalie. Uh, so, yeah, James, he, he has been good on this homestand. He's bouncing back. Great to see. Uh, you got to believe he's going to get – two of the next three at least, and I just want to see him continue continue showing why we are so excited about his future uh, with this team. Um, and they're also, I mean, they're limiting the chances in front of them, and it's a team game, you know. Carter Hart is is the stopper back there. If, the, if it gets through, he's there to make the save, but you have to like outshooting the other team by as much as they have. Bill, Phil Myers earned a permanent spot. Yeah, I, I, I think um, – 
I did not think it was likely he would get sent back. Like I said earlier, I thought he got sent to the AHL because he did not um, kick the door down in training camp. He just didn't. His preseason wasn't great. And so they went with the established guy in Hague. Um, you know, Moran has the uh, had the waiver exemption thing. They eventually, you know, uh, sent him down on the conditioning stint. Sucks he got hurt. Uh, but they didn't want to send him down because they wanted, you know, the seventh defenseman. But uh, you had to believe once Myers came up, he was here to stay. But if there was any question, I can't imagine him coming out of the lineup anytime soon at least. Last year, the OT goal would have been an Arnett. I'll take this year's back and forth uh, performance for sure. I, I mean, I re- this team, there have been a couple disappointing games, but I like what I'm seeing out of this team so far. The compete level uh, for 60 minutes is higher than it's been. Um, they're out shooting teams. They're out chancing teams. I, can't complain, man. I think they mentioned best record since 11-12. Yeah, that's... Eight wins in the first 15 is good for especially a team that has gotten off to so many bad starts lately. We're a top nine forward away from really taking off. I, I want to see, the, uh, yeah, ultimately you want to see things fall into place. We've talked about it endlessly, what this lineup could look like when either Patrick is, is deemed healthy enough to play or Morgan Frost comes up or someone's acquired, whatever. We've talked endlessly about it, but I'm happy with what I'm seeing so far. I think they have great tests this weekend. It'll be fun to see how they match up with uh, Boston and Toronto and back-to-backs. About halfway through the third period, Ghost had the puck at the top of the offensive zone. It was just so shifty. He looked like Ghost. I thought Ghost played a strong game tonight. Um, He's just – I thought he's been progressing nicely since a terrible start to the season. Um, I think his last couple games, he's really started to look more like Shane Gostisbehere. He had, I think it was at the end of the second when they were on the power play. Uh, he just had another burst into the offensive zone. He slid one through Price's pads. It got behind him, but wide. Uh, he's coming along. Uh, I'm not saying he's playing really well yet, but I'll say he's been improving considering his uh, slow start and looking forward to seeing Ghost just keep building, building his confidence one just one freaking amazing play it seems like he's away from taking off and being the Shane Goss despair that we all love a great start for the team and Flyers Twitter doesn't know what to do hey man uh, the uh, the complainers I don't know what they're gonna have to complain about tonight I feel like if they go into the weekend like they did tonight we're looking at three to four points <sighs> listen um you know Toronto has a ton of firepower and uh, the Flyers played right with them last time, but Toronto has a ton of firepower, and Boston is damn good, man. I mean, if you haven't looked at them, check out uh, check out Marchand and Pasternak's numbers, the top-scoring duo in the league. Uh, as of last night, they were outscoring Dreisaitl and McDavid by a couple of points. So they're uh, Boston's freaking good, man. But I- I'm just looking uh, – it's not – this is a good test. This weekend is a great test, and it's just about maintaining – your playing style, even if the results don't come, keep fighting, keep the compete level high, keep playing your game, because if you do, the results eventually will be there. They have been these last couple games. I didn't notice Vorobiev that much. I know he doesn't get a lot of ice time, but your thoughts on his game? Would you prefer the germ? Uh, The 4C position is tough, man. They're trying out a bunch of young guys. I don't know how they're going to settle this fourth line. I just think they need. Uh, I just think they need Scott Lawton back. That's when you have Raffle and Lawton and whoever else in that fourth line. Eventually, maybe Terensky. I liked what I saw out of Terensky tonight. Maybe that's your fourth line when this lineup stabilizes. You're not worried about the germ, or you're not worried about Vorobiev. Uh, I think Rubes. I think Rubesov will eventually be ahead of Vorobiev on the depth chart. Um, it just he isn't yet. Uh, I expect him to be. He was a first round pick. Uh, he's playing pretty well in the AHL, bounced up and down, needs to you know get his footing in the NHL, really establish himself. But I just think it's about um, I just think it's about getting this getting this complete lineup back. And I know that's tough in a contact sport. There's going to be injuries. You're always going to be waiting on something. But if you have Lawton and Raffle and you know Terensky or whoever on the fourth line, I just think that improves everything because that's. I, I'm not going to care too much about the fourth line if this top nine shakes out to be what it's supposed to be. 
Hart is better with more shots thrown at him. Goalies play themselves in the rhythm. Uh, that's that's pretty clear. I don't think um, the goals against him tonight were due to a lack of action, even though he didn't see a ton of action at any point. I just thought there was a uh, the first one, a rebound that got left out in front by him that wasn't cleared, um, and then a, um, just a bad turnover between Hart and Provorov that I blame a little more on Hart. Uh, but I, I didn't think it was because of a lack of action. I just thought it was some bad plays uh, that led to goals. But really, they it's not like there were a ton of scoring chances outside of those two plays against the Flyers, you know? Uh, so good team defensive effort all around tonight, I'd say. Provy with an epic open ice hit. There were some good hits in tonight's game on both sides. And I tweeted this out because um, Jake had that uh, had that one hit. And then Raffle got laid out before the Provorov hit. All three hits, what I love most about, and I love the big hits. I, you know, I don't want to see Raffle get laid out, but I love hits. You know, it's, it's hockey. I love it because of the hits. So it got me into the sport to begin with. But what I liked most about all three big hits, no one had to fight afterwards. You know, guys are just playing the game hard. There's no reason to freaking fight when it's just a clean hit. Just a clean hit, no reason to fight. Guys are just out there playing hard. Was happy to see that tonight. None of the, oh, I got to stick up for my teammate. You like to see teammates stick up for each other. And sometimes you do need to go whoop someone's ass for laying out your buddy. But other times, man, it's just part of the game. You take your ass kickings and you hand them out when you can. When Patrick comes back, what's your ideal line combinations? Um, I'm keeping uh, – we, we've talked about this a lot, but um, just thinking about what this team has right now, I would say – um, man, that's a because who's on that third line? I, I guess it's a. I guess I'm keeping the Coots line together. I'm, I'm Coots, uh, TK, and Limblom. Uh, I'm putting Hayes with Giroux and Farabee, and I'm um, I'm going Patrick. Uh, I'm going Patrick, JVR, and Voracek, and then Lawton with uh, Lawton with Raffle and Terensky right now, but. At a certain point, I'm not going to give a shit about who the 12th forward is. They can play Chris Stewart out there if, you know, the other 11 guys are good. Um, obviously not ideal, but not going to care about the fourth line a little bit if that's what our top nine shakes out to be. Of course, that all depends on, you know, when Nolan Patrick comes back, it's just not about being healthy. It's about being effective, too. You know, uh, I want the guy to be awesome. He fell into our laps at number two. It was a hell of a windfall. Um, he's shown flashes, but... He needs to be effective, not just healthy. It's it's both for him, you know. Uh, the health comes first. He he has to get out there before he can play well. But once he does get out there, he has to play freaking well. Much love to Steph, but I agree with you, Bill, on where you stand with Nolan Patrick. I think fans have the right to feel just a bit skeptical about his health and the rest of the season. And that's, again, I'm not like I want him to come back and be healthy and be great because that would make the Flyers good. I just think – we, should we say, oh, he's a bust? No, because no one's a bust at this age. No, nobody. There's plenty of, plenty of guys who've had shaky starts to their careers who figure it out. Um, is he going to be worth the number two overall pick? That's worth debating. But, again, it, it's years before uh, we can have that debate even. Um, the guys drafted behind him are pretty good. But uh, it's he's got to get healthy and he's got to play well. And there's are two things he hasn't strung together both for extended periods of time in his first two seasons. And again, 19 and 20, like age 19 and age 20 season, like Charlie pointed out, most guys aren't even in the league at that age. So it makes sense that he could struggle, but this is also a league where trending younger. It's not like it was 10 years ago where you have to be the elite of the elite to play at that age. You know, you can come in and make an impact and, Patrick has at different points, not saying he's just sucked for his whole time here. 30 points is nothing nothing to scoff at for a 19, 20-year-old uh, in back-to-back seasons, especially considering he came into the league with a freaking sports hernia, a core muscle injury. We're not allowed to call him sports hernias anymore. Uh, he's had a concussion. Now he's got the migraine. So it's it, it's not like he's played terrible. It's not like he's sucked for, for when he's been in the lineup, but it's just getting healthy and then – getting to be who you are. Patrick can be this year's trade deadline acquisition. God, I do not want to wait till freaking February to worry about. Um, oh, man, that, that would suck. <laughs> Patrick will be a stud. Uh, Philly, Pat Costello, 
I hope that's the case. Nothing would make me happier. Still a bit of a slow start, but Hart kept them out until the Flyers got with it. I, like, yes and no. Nobody dominates for 60 minutes. Like, we saw that. The Flyers, for 25 of the first 30 minutes, had the puck. And then Montreal built momentum off of killing some penalties and Carey Price playing really well. They come back and get their thing going. But ultimately, the Flyers were just the better team for most of the game. Can they start better? Yes. But I can't say, like... uh, a slow start for this team means they're trailing 2-0 in the first five minutes. That's when this team is really starting slow. I don't think like they came out and just looked sluggish in the first five minutes. I just thought Montreal played better to start the game. It's uh, uh, Their slow starts aren't the slow starts of years past, even when, yes, Montreal had carried the majority of you know the, the game for five minutes of the game. Uh, I forgot Shea Weber was a have the first 35 minutes of the game. That is how well the Flyers played. Shea can still play, man. I, I was, I, It looked like he was declining for a while, but I thought uh, Weber played a pretty damn good game. It was just the Flyers were, I mean, that forecheck, incredible. And it, it, when they get it going, it, 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 they put pressure on teams. They create scoring chances, create turnovers behind the net, create turnovers at the top of the offensive zone when the other team's breaking out. You have to love the way this team pursues the puck. Bias for action. If we continue the upward trend, could make a solid playoff push. Uh, do you all think a fresh frost comes up halfway through the season? Who goes away at that point? I mean, it's about who's healthy, and uh, it's about who's healthy, who's playing well. I think there's too many there's too many moving pieces right now to really determine what the lineup could look like. Um, I've said all year I don't think frost is going to be up in the, I don't think he's going to be up before Christmas, but when he does come up, I think he'll be here to stay. The fact that the team is playing well now is good. The fact that they likely haven't even mastered AV's system yet, and we still have a highly skilled player waiting in the wings equals great. Yeah, it's like everything is still a work in progress. Getting the system down, chemistry with your line mates, not having the complete lineup. Everything's a work in progress, and yet they're still winning more than they're not. That's a good sign that this team is trending in the right direction, like you said. Anybody remember when Provy buried that dude? My favorite moment of the night. That was a huge hit, man. There's so few open ice hits now. It's They're huge when they happen. Remember how many there used to be? If it isn't for Price tonight, the game is over a lot earlier. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's... the Montreal absolutely built momentum off of the kind of game that... Uh, that Carey Price played, much like the Flyers did on Tuesday against the Hurricanes. Carter Hart freaking was awesome, and it took, you know, they do get that early goal, so they have a little wiggle room, but it really took, you know, Hart playing incredible for 40 minutes for this team to get something going in the third, and we saw the uh, we saw the opposite tonight. You know, the Flyers carry the majority of the play for the first two periods, and the Habs are able to uh, get something going because their goalie kept a minute. That's what having a great goalie for, will do for you. It's just fun that the Flyers can win games like that too. Raffle has thrived under AV. I no complaints about Raffle, um, especially on the fourth line. I've always said he's an ideal fourth liner. Don't love him playing up in the lineup. Um, maybe true talent wise, I'd like him over Torensky on the third, but having Raffle, being able to do that, being able to push Raffle down and have Torensky up, I think evens out the uh, evens out the talent distribution a little bit. Um, and experience, you know, experience is a big part in the NHL game. Young guys can perform well, but especially when you're just looking for solid minutes out of your fourth line, having Raffle there is pretty valuable. Uh, Drew, I agree. Niskanen is one of the better things that could have happened to Ghost and Provorov. Dude has poise, uh, just composed back there, calm. Just, I'm not worried when Niskanen's on the ice. I wasn't sure what we were going to get out of him, and there's still a lot of season left, but so far so good with Matt Niskanen. Uh, Justin Braun, I, I, Justin, yeah, not Ryan. Justin. I'm still, I'm going to do this all year. I'm going to do this his entire time here. Think Ryan and Justin and mix them up. But one thing I'll say, and they didn't kill any penalties tonight. They didn't take any penalties. So that was good. But one thing I'll say about Braun, um, he's not helping you a ton at five on five, especially like I, if you're in the defensive zone, you've lost already. And he spends a lot of time in the defensive zone. Sure. Uh, I thought he played pretty well tonight, but um, 
man, that the penalty kills at like 84% and Braun's averaging like two minutes a game on the PK. I think those two things are related, you know, uh, bringing in Niskin in that it helps you more at five on five. And he's been good on the power play too. And then Braun coming in and Niskin and kills penalties is actually averaging more PK time, a couple of seconds more uh, than Braun. But I think the two of them are definitely contributing in different ways. Uh, God, if everyone is healthy and playing to their potential, this is a super fun and good team. It, the fact that they're winning now, man, they're, they're playing. They're playing good hockey, and just the, the potential for this team to build on what they are, where they already are, uh, it's, it's the opposite of what we've seen in years past, where it's like, Jesus, we're going to have to make a run just to be mediocre. Uh, and this team is uh, – I. I'm enjoying watching their games. You know, I, I thought they were I thought they were going to win a decent amount of games this year and kind of maybe be a little boring. Um, not the case. Not the case so far. Uh, I would be happy with two or three points this weekend. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I just want to – yes, the points in the standings matter, obviously, because I've said all along um, this year is about getting to the playoffs and winning a round. It has to be. It just has to be. Um, but I just want to see them continue to play this way. If they do, they will, uh, they will accrue points. Um, but especially this early against this kind of good competition, I don't know what the results are going to be. Anything, you know, one of the goalies could just go shit the bed. I, I don't know. Uh, and I just, I'm happy with the way they're playing and want to see their style of play continue. I'd like to see at least three points this weekend. I'd love all four points. Well, I'd like for the team to go 82-0-0, but I'm not going to say temper your expectations because this team is supposed to be good and they're playing good hockey right now, but this is some stiff competition coming up. Lawton will hopefully be back by Thanksgiving. I think Lawton will be a boost to this team, especially on the, uh, on the fourth line. How did you feel about the power play? I wish they could have at least scored and won. I, JVR gets the goal right after one of the power plays. But um, uh, like I say all the time, it's power hitters, man. When they're hot, they carry it. Uh, all you can do is create the opportunities. They go 0 for 6 tonight. They could be 2 for 4 tomorrow. 2 for 4 on uh, uh, when's their next game? Saturday? It's they weren't good. They weren't good enough tonight. You can't go 0 for 6, but that shit happens sometimes. They're the best. Uh, they had the best home power play in the league coming into tonight's game. They didn't put one home, so it's more of a game than it could have been or than it should have been, but overall the power play has been pretty good, so I can't complain about one performance where they don't live up to expectations. But if that continues, it's bad. I don't expect it to because it's been good all year, so why would it? Looks like getting our asses kicked 7-1 by Pittsburgh was a good thing. Look at our play now. Definitely was a wake-up call or something. Uh, I can't imagine losing 7-1 in any situation is a good thing. Um, but they've responded. Um, bouncing back, being resilient, that's something this team has struggled with in the past. They just seem mentally tougher this year. With the Patrick talk, how long did it take Coots to finally be who he is? Coots was hurt for most of his young career. I mean, he really wasn't. Um, trying to – he missed like – I, I just looked this up the other day. Not KREF, HKREF. He he really didn't miss many games at all early in his career. Sean Couturier. Uh, rookie year, he misses five games. Uh, second year, he misses two games. And then third and fourth year, he misses no games. Uh, it wasn't until, yeah, he got hurt. In back-to-back -back seasons, 15, 16, and 16, 17, in years, what, one, two, three? It was years five and six before Couturier was really missing any sort of time. Uh, Couturier, I mean, it took a while for his offense to really be effective, but, like, he was also playing a ton with Matt Reed and Zach Ronaldo, like, a lot with those two early in his career. Uh, but he was always good defensively, good on the PK and stuff. I just... Uh, no, Nolan Patrick has a long way to go. I'm not writing him off, but it's concerning. His his early career is concerning. But I, I comparisons to Couturier, I think, are a little off base because Couturier, I think, was just more effective overall early in his career. 
Hey, Bill, Mike Yo performance so far. PK much improved. D men, uh, D men gelling together. Yeah, uh, it looks like the the pairs are starting to settle, and they've figured out what they want to do on that line, on that end. Uh, obviously, the penalty kill, like I said, it's at like eighty four. I think it was eighty three point seven percent. So you can't complain about that after the like they're twelfth in the league, which um, after being like. 25th or worst for the last decade or so uh you know that's a hell of an improvement um i i i've liked what i've seen out of uh out of the special teams especially the penalty kill because the the power play is supposed to be good they have a second unit now so they're going to score a little more uh, but the power play is going to be pretty good around 20 percent regardless um but the pk has been a problem for a long time and it's been effective but staying out of the, the best way to kill penalties, stay out of the box. And they did that tonight. This team is looking really good so far, although this isn't necessary right now. But if you could string together fair trade with our current assets, what deal would you make to help improve the team? I have no idea. Hey, Bill, if Patrick misses time past December, do you expect to see Frost called up to fill the 3C position, moving G back to wing? I think that would be fair. I think that's a that's a fair expectation. Uh, no idea when Nolan Patrick will be back. Um, he's practicing. He's skating. He's doing more than he was. We asked Charlie after every practice what's going on with Patrick. Um, things seem to be trending in the right direction, but it'll be a question until he's back in the lineup. Braun is steady and good. Um, yeah, I think he is. He helps us. What he's giving you on the penalty kill, I think, makes up for what he's maybe costing you at five on five. I realize most of the game is played off five on five, but let's. Uh, what did he play tonight? He he's been used a lot as the uh, sixth defenseman, which is again, if Justin Braun is your six, you probably have a pretty decent. Where the hell is the Flyers box score? Why can't I find it? Should just go into the Flyers website. Uh, so bear with me for a second while, oh, there it was. Bear with me for a second while I bring up the box score. It's like 50 minutes in and I'm just opening this up now. Uh, but I just want to check the ice time distribution for the evening. Team stats, let's go, let's go. 43-24, uh, the Flyers outshot the Habs. Held them under 25 shots. That's awesome. Way to go, Flyers. Uh, but yeah, Braun played 13-31 tonight. Um... That's really freaking good. You know, uh, that's – if you can limit his five-on-five five ice time, which they appear to be doing, and he's a PK specialist, uh, you can afford that when you have these young defensemen who can absorb all these minutes. I mean, Provorov, I pointed it out on BSH Radio on Wednesday, played like – played over 55 minutes in the back-to-backs last weekend. Uh, what was he at tonight as I'm – my chair's turning. Provorov, one assist, four shots on goal – and 23.46 total ice time. So, yeah, that's that's about what he's averaging, just under 24 minutes. When you have guys who can play these kind of minutes, you can afford to have a sixth defenseman who is a specialist like Braun is, and that's what he does for you. He plays on the PK, and he does well doing so. Braun I'm very fine with in comparison to the human starfish. He's a god out there, and he's being used correctly. Like I just said, the Flyers didn't kill any penalties tonight, so he plays 13-31. Cool. Cool. For any sixth defenseman. It's like your fourth line. What do you, you don't want him playing 15 minutes. All right, let's scroll down. We have so many comments. There's still a ton of people here. Um, who do you think gets the first hat trick this year? Uh, JVR, just because he's created so many freaking scoring chances. Um, he gets one tonight, but he's just the kind of guy who scores in bunches. That's what goal scorers do, man. Goal scorers get hot. I think JVR probably the best candidate for a hat trick. Lindblom should get a nice raise this summer. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't even think about signing an extension until, uh, until the season ends and he puts up his 25 goals, you know. I think besides inconsistency, we need to avoid getting hurt. Well, yeah, I mean... I, I would love for everyone to stay healthy. There's no way to avoid it in a contact sport, though. Injuries occur in contact sports. I think finally, for the first time, the Flyers have a deep enough full organization that when players are banged up, they can actually come out of the lineup. They don't have to. And, like, in hockey, in all sports, you play hurt. It's when you're injured. But, like, ha- considering 
the core of this team and what they've been and how like nobody ever misses games. The, the top guys on this team never miss any freaking games. Uh, if they do, it might not be the end of the world this year. If they come out of the lineup rather than just saying, Oh, I have a sports hernia, but I'm going to play like, obviously you don't want a major injury like that. Uh, but I think this team for the first time is deep enough to deal with such injuries. Hey, Bill Elliott Saturday and Carter Hart versus Boston. Um, I hate to take, I hate to take Hart out, but yeah, give him the extra day. Uh, Boston, I think, is the better all-around team. So start your number one against Boston. Scroll down a couple more here. The coaching staff is much improved uh, from what we can know and see. Love it so far. Bravo, Av, and Chuck for the hires. So far, so good, man. They're playing. This is the. I know they've gone on runs and look good for extended periods of time, and they're just doing it early in the year this year, so it looks different. But no complaints so far. Got to be happy with what you're seeing out there. All right, guys. Uh, I think I'm going to shut it down there. I think that is all the time we have for you. But before I shut it down, let's talk about those games this weekend. Of course, the Flyers have a huge slate coming up this weekend. Some really good tests uh in a just stiff competition they are at toronto with a seven o'clock puck drop Ooh, that's uh some hockey night in canada action at toronto on saturday seven o'clock puck drop and at boston on sunday with another seven o'clock puck drop so it's two uh two big games coming up if you are looking for somewhere to watch these games fitzpatrick's crest tavern in the wildwood crest my favorite bar at the whole jersey shore I don't know what else I have to tell you other than there's a slap shot poster in the men's bathroom. That sets the tone for a great place to watch a freaking hockey game. I don't know. Uh, if that doesn't, I don't know what does. But they also have an awesome beer selection. Whenever I walk in, they have an ice-cold sequential waiting for me. Uh, Timmy Fitzpatrick is just the man. He's always there making sure the food is hot and the beer is cold. Get that roast pork sandwich. Don't sleep on the roast pork. Chicken pot pie, pretty good too. Uh, but Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, watch any game, anytime. They're always a, they, there's always a game on in there. Um, the DirecTV, NHL, MLB, and uh, NFL packages. So you can watch anything your heart desires. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. Uh, can't put it over enough. Just a great place to watch the Flyers or any game. What else can you say? Uh, if you're looking for somewhere in the Jersey Shore this weekend to watch one of those games, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. All right, everybody, that is all the time I have for you on the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live postgame. Thanks for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. Hit subscribe. Give us those good reviews. Give us those, uh, give us those five stars, all that stuff. Um, that's it. I will be back this weekend for the post games. Until then, have a great week, everybody.